great day today. It's a great day. Uh, really excited. Uh, Laura and I are both really excited. And uh, I just want to start off by saying that, uh, you know, it's been, a, uh, it's been a, an honor and a privilege for me to be the uh, head basketball coach at Weaver State for 16 years. And it's a responsibility I took very seriously and uh, uh, something we worked extremely hard at. And uh, but before we really get going, I also want to make mention, this is just not, this is not just about me today. This is also about Laura. Um, people probably don't know, but she's dedicated 16 years of her life uh, to Weber State University, supervising student teachers, teaching basketball classes. She's been a NCAA Division I women's referee for 30 years. And she's retiring as well. And uh, I'll, believe me when I say this, there's no way I would have gotten through this without her support and everything she's done for me. So this is about us. And uh, we're both on board, we're both excited, we're both uh, very uh, much at peace with our decision and uh, looking forward to having some fun, that's for darn sure. But, and I will tell you this too, Laura's a lot better at her job than I ever was at mine. So <laughs> this is definitely about that. But. Uh, but anyway, um, you know, uh, when I took, uh, took over the job 16 years ago, I just, uh, I just wanted to run a program what I felt was the right way and try to do it with character and integrity and bring in great kids, graduate kids, follow the rules, which is hard to do this day and age, obviously, with where college basketball is at. But, but we worked really hard at that. Nothing fancy. Just try to do the right way and build a, a strong culture. And, you know, I... I I feel good about walking away uh, knowing that we did just that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's sometimes this business can make you sacrifice your values and your integrity. And we definitely tried not to let that happen. And, and I really don't think we did. And, um, and I think, uh, you know, we built a strong culture here. I felt good about that. And I think that's what allowed us to have some, some pretty good success. So uh, it's been a great run. And, and like I said, we just work really hard at it. And, and, uh, it's been uh, it's been good, and uh, like I said, I, I, I was, people were asking me the other day about what are you going to miss the most, and and what I, I I'll be honest with you right now, um, not going to miss practices as much, not going to miss the games. What I'm really going to miss is uh, the relationships, just hanging out with my staff and hanging out with the players, and and having the players over to my house, and Laura spoiling them. And she's like the surrogate mom to all my guys, and taking care of them and all that stuff. But uh, that's the part I'm going to really miss the most. So, um, but it was kind of a, it was kind of a quick decision. We are, uh, Laura and I went down to Hilton Head last week, got a little vacation after doing some recruiting and, uh, and I was sitting around and we were sitting around having a few glasses of wine, which is what I'm really good at. <laughs> um, but uh, I was starting to think about getting ready for the June program, the summer program with the guys coming back in and, and I just, I just did not, it just, I didn't feel the same way about it. I just didn't quite have the same passion, the same excitement. And I've told myself forever that, you know, if I, if I lose any of that, I'm going to know it's time to go. And uh, it kind of hit me and we looked at each other and we just, she kind of said, what do you think? And I said, you know what, I think I'm ready to be done. So that's kind of when it happened. And then we came back and met with the administration and they were wonderful about everything. And so that's kind of how we got to the point we did. It happened quick and now we get some time to figure out what we want to do from here. But, uh, but it's been a great run. I really want to thank, I, I got to thank some people and, 
first of all and foremost i got to thank my family because there's no way i get through this and without the support of laura obviously and my sons luke and cade who are obvious or uh, incredible you know the, the fun thing about it for me was as they're growing up in our program and and uh, growing up to be where they are now you know it didn't matter if we won or lost every time i came home i was just dad and it didn't matter to them and uh god bless them for it but uh, uh one thing i do there's there's a story i want laura to tell about our boys being ball boys when we were growing up uh, when they were growing up in our program they were both ball boys for us for a long time so i want laura to talk about this story this is this is kind of funny yeah, Randy and I, we we have a habit of walking every morning. We've been doing it for 30 years of marriage. And this morning I said, you know, one of my favorite memories is just raising our kids here. And they both bleed purple as well. They're both Weber State um, students. But anyway, when we came here, Kate was only four, Luke was six, and we let them be ball boys. And um, they knew that in our home, we had a cuss jar. Anytime they let out a slip of an inappropriate word. It was for me, me mostly. The jar was for me, I think. Most indeed, of it. it was yeah, to yeah. keep us honorable parents. But they knew that they had to give up a dollar for every time, you know, they said something inappropriate. So anyway, we're trying to put the kids on the right basket standard. So Cade was a little shy. He's four. We didn't want him to be nervous. So we put him on Randy's end and we put our older son on the visitor's end. And I'll never forget, Randy walks in the door after the game, Kate puts his hand out, 18, dad. <laughs> and- I uh, dropped a few, a few bombs going on. Yeah. And he goes, Kate, you just got demoted. You now have to go down to the visitor's end. We We're bringing him. the big boy up yeah, to my to end. Him. And I think he and Luke had some kind of deal after he lost that those yeah, $18 yeah. of first game. Yeah, 18 was low, I thought. He must not have caught them all that game, but. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's just been really a pleasure to kind of look at um, his coaching and, and our journey in the program through the eyes of our kids, but. Um, you know, there's just a lot of fun things that are coming back to us. And that was one of them that popped <laughs> yeah, up that cool. on our talk this morning. Yeah, but uh, so, yeah, I got, I got to thank them in for, uh, first and foremost for everything they've done for me. And they've always been there to, to me. I, 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 I can get into it now. And I've, I've been consumed by this stuff for basically 37 years of college coaching and 16 years here at Weber State. It consumes you and you know for 24 7 365 days a year it never leaves your mind and and i know that i probably uh you know at times neglected laura and the kids a little bit too much and and uh now it's now it's our time so spend more time with her and our family and everything i'm really looking forward to that but but i want to thank them and i also want did you want to say something no you're, oh, okay. you're doing good all right you're good you can shut me off anytime um, but uh, the other thing, I, I really got to thank my assistant coaches that have been with me throughout the years. I've been blessed to have just tremendous staff that believed in the same values I've had and held up our culture while they've been here. And, and then, of course, I got to thank all the great players. I've been blessed with all the great players that we've had come through here. I can't start naming them because I'm going to you know, forget them all. But uh, all the guys that 
trusted me and their families trusted me and our program and my staff to take care of them when they came here. And, you know, I've always thought that, you know, my main mission is the basketball coach here. I know I had to win games or else I, they wouldn't want me around, all that stuff. But, but I thought my main mission was the kids that we brought into our program was to try to, to mold them and help them um, to become successful people and uh, when they left here and successful husbands, successful fathers, members of society and successful in whatever area they chose to pursue, whether it's professional basketball or whatever. And we worked really hard at that. And so I'm hoping that we maybe had the chance to make an impact on some of these guys. But, you know, I also got to thank the administration, obviously, you know, uh, Jerry Graybill and Ann Milner were the ones that gave me my opportunity here. And and they, they took a chance on me because there was a lot better candidates than, than me uh, that wanted this job. And, and uh, I'm in, you know, forever indebted to those two for doing that. And, but then throughout the years, you know, uh, Norm Tarbox has been incredibly supportive of me and our program and our family and Brad Mortensen now and Tim Crompton and everybody that's been involved in our program. But they, those people have really, you know, I've had opportunities to maybe leave here a few times and one of the reasons I, I just felt I needed to be here was because of the culture and the family atmosphere and the support that I received from all the administration and all the other coaches and, and everybody that's involved in Weber State. And uh, just, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't find myself to get out of here. And, and uh, I'm grateful that uh, they allowed me to stay here for, for that long. So thank you to, to everybody. and. Uh, Appreciate everybody that uh, that's reached out to us in the last couple of days and, and given us all their support. So it's been a fun run, been a fun run. And, you know, we're, uh, we're ready to move on to the next phase of our life and excited about it. Not sure where that's going to take us or whatever. We'll figure it out as we go, but it's been a lot of fun. So thank you to everybody that's helped our program out to, throughout the years. And the other thing, I want to thank the community uh, of Ogden. You know, Laura and I have tried to, uh, you know, get involved in the community as much as we can. You know, we think we've uh, uh, done that and, and we've really established some just tremendous lifelong relationships with the people in the community as well as all the people here at uh, Weber State. So appreciate all the support that we've got from them and continue to get from them to this day. So I've said enough. God, let's move on. If there's anything else, we'll see what we got to do. Okay, we'll open it up for any questions. Julia, raise your hand and we'll call on you. Eric Walden. Hi, Randy and Laura. Uh, Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Um, as someone who covers the Utah Jazz and the NBA primarily, I get asked questions a lot of the time about Damian Lillard and Weber State, and people just kind of remain incredulous about a player that good winding up at you know a program that's off the map to some people. Just thinking back on his tenure uh, in your program, what stood out to you about him? At, at what point did you realize that he was kind of a different type of player? You know, I've been asked that a lot. You know, a lot of people ask me, did you think he was going to be this good? And I'd be lying if I said he'd be this good. But I think it was after his, uh, you know, it started hitting me a little bit after his freshman year. But after his sophomore year, I remember we had a kid that played for us, Kellen McCoy, a uh, great little player, love him to death. But he asked me, it was after Damien, we were in the summer or something and working out and Damien was MVP of the league. And he comes up to me, he says, coach, Damien, he's going to be an NBA guy, right? And I 
kind of hit me and I thought, you know what, he might be. And that's really when it kind of hit me that, you know, he's this kid's special. He's really special and not just as a player, but as a person as well. And and then uh, and then I do remember that uh, it was after, you know, he, he broke his foot his third year and then he came back for his fourth year and we played at uh, we played at St. Mary's and uh, Damien was just off to a tremendous start. He was playing great. And I don't know, he put he put, I don't know, 38 or 40 or something like that on St. Mary's that game. And and after that game, we started when we got back and we our practices and stuff, I started to see more NBA scouts and GMs start to come to practice. And I was like, what in the world? What's going on? I was oblivious to all this stuff, you know. Damien being on draft boards and all this. I, you know, I was just trying to win the next game. That's all I knew. And so I remember grabbing one of the uh, the NBA GMs that came to our practice, and and I we were talking about Dame and all that stuff. And and uh, I looked at him. I says, "Am I going to lose Damien?" And he starts laughing, and he says, "Well, yeah, you're going to lose him. He's going to be a top ten pick." And I went, "Oh!" And like I said, I was oblivious to it. And that's when it really hit me. And I says, "What?" Well, I hadn't even really recruited to, to lose him, but that's when it really hit home. And, uh, you know, obviously the rest is history. So um, couldn't be more proud of him. Love him to death as we, you know, Laura and I love him to death. He's family, but he's, uh, he's done extremely well. And again, I, I say this all the time. He's, he's an incredible player, but he is a lot better person that he is a player. And that's what I'm most proud of him for being. Okay, Jeff Renier. Yeah, Coach Jeff Rennie with Fox 13. Uh, congratulations on a great career. Uh, 30 plus years as a coach. That's a long, long time, as you mentioned. I played golf with Jimmy DeGraffin over the weekend. And he had great things to say about you. I know you didn't coach him directly, but I know you have a lot of great relationships with players. Has that changed with the way college basketball has changed now with instead of recruiting high school kids for four years, it's all about the transfer portal and that kind of wear into your decision? You know, it... It, it has, as far as relationships are concerned, it hasn't changed one bit for me, you know, whether we have a kid here for four years or one year, two years, you know, that's, that's basically what our culture is about here at Weber State has always been about the relationships with our players. And, you know, I've said this forever, Weber State is much bigger, uh, the basketball, Weber State basketball is much bigger than any one person, me included. And it is about our players and those relationships that we have. And, and uh, I, I will tell you, it's been more challenging now with the transfer portal and the NIL stuff. It's made it's it's changed college basketball, and it's uh, it's a lot different now. But you know, I've still tried to approach it the same way with with all my guys. Whether I had Kobe McEwen for one year, or Isaiah Brown for one year, or you know JJ Overton, whatever it is. Um, and I think that's I don't think you can coach Division One basketball anymore without without having genuine, caring relationships for your guys. You know, we've always we've always coached our guys really hard. We've always told them the truth, but uh, they've always accepted it because I think they've all known how much we love them and how much we care about them, and we want them to be the best they can be and be great. And when you have those those genuine, loving, caring relationships, and you have that trust amongst each other, you know these kids will run through a wall, and that's kind of the way we've always approached it. And so. I just think the the relationship part of it, I think it's even gotten more important, to be honest with you. You know, I think social media has changed college basketball. I think the transfer portal, NIL, and uh, these kids need to know how much you care, love about them, and, or love them and care about them. So I don't know. What do you think? I think it's all changed a little bit? 
<laughs> I just threw you under the bus there a little bit. He just threw me under yeah. the bus. Yeah, it is different. It's definitely different. It's just different. When you're recruiting, you know, six, six, seven guys every year. It's a, it's a big difference. And yeah, obviously, uh, we're open up again, and we were able to bring recruits and families back into our home, which is what we've always done. But for, you know, what, a year and a half, two years, he just holed up in the office and was on the phone all day and all night. So yeah, COVID changed a lot of changed. stuff, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, whether it's better or worse, I don't know. I'm, I'm an old school guy. Um, some of the stuff that's going on in college basketball maybe doesn't fit me uh, as much. You know, like I said, I'm old school, but whether it's better or worse, that's for, you know, each coach to determine. But um, it has changed for sure in the last two to three years. So we'll see where it goes from here. Okay, thanks, Eric. Coach, I know it's kind of hard to, to boil down a 16-year run at Weber State into a few moments, but as you've come to this decision and as you've been kind of coming to grips with it and, and maybe thinking back and reflecting on your time there, what are the moments that do stand out to you uh, just from over the years in terms of what you're most proud of, in terms of they were the most exciting times, et cetera, things along those lines? Well, I think the things I'm most proud of are just kind of how we try to run our program. And like I said, with character and integrity and do it the right way, that's, that's really most, mostly what I'm proud of. The things that I remember, you know, there's a few game, big games here and there, you know, getting to the NCAA tournament and winning championships. You know, championship games are always fun and cool. But the things that stick out in my mind are the fun times that I had with our players, like off the court, in my office, um, hanging out with my staff. Uh, those are the things that stand out the most to me, you know, just messing around and telling jokes and having fun with the guys. That's what what really uh, sticks out to me the most. But, you know, there's 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 some games here and there. There's some good ones, some tough ones that that'll always stick out. But but I am I am proud of, you know, in 16 years, uh, I'm proud of the fact that we've never lost a player that we wanted to keep to, to a transfer. And uh, and to me, I, I think that speaks. I hope that speaks to the strength of our culture. You know, we have a family based program here and. And I think uh, I hope the kids, when they came through our program, felt that we were family. I, you know, I hope they do. And and to me, that's that's the stuff that is most important to me and sticks out to me. And and not having, you know, in 16 years, we've never had a kid in the newspaper for screwing up or doing something wrong. Um, and that's the stuff I'm really proud of the most, to be honest with you. Okay, Sean Walker, KSL. Yeah, coach, we're uh, we're looking back so much on your career in 16 years. Like you said, it's, it's so hard to, to boil down into one or two moments. I want to look forward for a quick second with both you and Laura. Um, and I want to know what's what's the first thing you're going to do, you know, when you after you unpack the office, when all is said and done, you're you're fully out and everything. Are you going to pour that tall glass of wine and, and just continue to reminisce or do you have any other plans? And maybe I'll ask Laura kind of the same thing too. Let's let let I'm gonna let Laura handle that. By the way, my office is already cleaned out, so I'm you know I think Coach Dust's been trying to move into that office for a few years, but now he can finally have that baby. But um, what, I, are you, what are we gonna do? I think we already checked that box about the wine because I think they were, yeah he's he's taking care of that night. part. I think we had that one last night. He's on a training program. I got him on a training program. We're going to leave here in about a week and go to Italy and ride bikes through Tuscany. And then we're going to go to Rome and 
hang out with the Pope for a couple days. And so <laughs> he's been on the bike the last few days. And we're trying to just get some miles underneath us so that we can go there and really enjoy our experience. Um, and then once we get back, we really don't know. But we know that's one thing for sure we're going to do is we're going to head to Tuscany and just have a really good time. Yeah, and then, uh, like I said, we're not, you know, part of the exciting thing of it is trying to figure out what what is going to come next and what we're going to end up doing and where we're going to be and all that stuff. Like I said, this happened pretty quickly, so we hadn't really made a lot of plans. We'll uh, we'll kind of figure it out as we go and uh, have some fun, maybe get a little golf in and and uh, spend more time, you know, hopefully with our boys, which is what I really like to do. And and basically, it's, this is time for me and Laura too, you know. Uh, I think I quit at the right time because she still likes me a little bit. A um, couple more years of this, she might not have liked me as much. So it's time for us to go, whatever it is, have some fun. Uh, you're finishing your career too. Yeah, yeah. You weren't supposed to ask me that question because, um, yeah, I feel like a little part of me. It's hard. I've loved both of my jobs. Obviously, being a mother is, you know, the greatest honor that I could have ever had. But I truly felt my purpose when I was in the classroom or working with student teachers. Teaching future teachers has just been the greatest love of my life. And, and officiating, oh my gosh, what a challenge. And just what an incredible, fun job. You know, I never thought that I'd enjoy um, just the intensity and the harder the games, the tougher the coaches, just in some ways, just more fun. We always, basketball brought us together. I used to coach until we got married. We figured one of us would get off the coaching wagon and I, I don't know if I made the better choice, but I went right into officiating. And it's just, uh, it's really, really fit me. And I think it's fit both of us because we've been able to just really have an understanding for each other's passion and drive. And it takes, it takes a huge commitment and amount of time and energy to stay at the division one level, which we're both at. So yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little sad to let those two um, joys go. But the trade-off is we've got this big, bright, wide open future, and we're gonna keep expanding instead of expiring and uh, we just can't wait um, I was telling Randy the other day you know one of the first things I loved about him um, was that I was taller than him and I could beat him one-on-one -on -one. but secondly honestly he was so funny and we had so much fun and I think that work um, we both have just an incredible work ethic and um, the work, we just really overworked for a lot of our adult life. And um, it's just time for us to start having fun together and enjoying our friends. And, um, you know, home has always been wherever we've been together. We dated through four jobs. We've been as coaches and referees in universities for four jobs. And um, yeah, we're just kind of excited to see what it what is going to be beyond Italy. 
I'll tell you one thing in 18 years, she's never missed or 30 years of officiating. She's never missed a call. She's asked me to check it and never missed a call. <laughs> any, any last questions for the media? Jeff? You're muted, Jeff. I just want to ask how the players took the news and the recruits and what it was like sharing your decision with them. Yeah, that, that was tough. I got to be honest with you. I, I, I did a Zoom call because the kids aren't around campus right now. And we did it uh, with all of our, uh, you know, current players. <clears throat> and and that part that part was really, really hard um, because they know how much, you know, I love these guys to death. And and for me to have to tell them that was was really difficult. But, uh, but you know, as I told them, I says, hey, I'm always going to be here and I'm going to be supporting you guys all the way through. And and I know that they're going to do great things. And uh um, and like I said, we're, we're a family here and, and that's never going to end. You know, the relationships that, that Laura and I have built here with, with everybody, players and community and administration, everything, those are lifelong relationships. And, and I just want them to know that, uh, I'm going to be watching them every single game and I'm going to be, you know, I got their back. And if they ever need anything from here until eternity, I'm, I'm going to be here for them. And, uh, one thing we did talk about, Laura and I talked about was, uh, maybe when we retire is, going uh, traveling around Europe or wherever and just go watch all of our guys play uh, you know the you know all of them there I got a whole bunch of guys playing high level and we thought about just traveling and going checking those guys out and seeing them that to me would be a blast but but that was that was hard for me to talk to our players and uh, but I do know that they're gonna they're, they're, they're gonna be in great hands with coach Duft and he's gonna do a great job with them obviously so but uh, that was that was a hard part that's for sure